0: Viva Los Angelitos! Welcome to Halos in the Infield, this is Fernando coming at you with a solo episode. Happy New Year, Happy 2022, all that fun stuff that comes with it. New Year, new you, right? (laughs) We'll talk a little bit about that cliche a little bit later, but just remember that you are fully capable of achieving anything that you set out to do, and... You're not going to achieve it because it's a brand new calendar year. You're going to achieve it because you are now a year wiser. You've had a year to adapt to change. You're fully capable of doing anything you set your mind to. So we'll talk a little bit about that when we close. But while we're on the topic of New Year's resolutions, what is 2022 going to need for the Angels to find themselves in a successful position? There's going to be a lot, but... Today, I'm only going to talk about three things. Is this something that we can elaborate more on in the future? Yeah, absolutely. And those needs are going to change as the offseason uh, comes and it continues to pass. Um, I, I We're kind of in a pause with the offseason. That's why I'm saying when the offseason comes because we've been in a state of limbo for about a month now. Um, there is Technically, no Major League Baseball. We are in a lockout. Uh, The owners, the players are kind of twiddling their thumbs. So hopefully there's some kind of dialogue happening. I would imagine that with the holidays, a lot of stuff was put on pause. But I would like to think that now that the new year has officially come and gone, uh, and we're now into 2022, we're now going to be in a situation where dialogue will have to take place. So we'll talk a little bit about that right now. Uh, before we get started with all that, of course, all the fun, you know, garbage work, yard work that we need to take care of. Make sure to follow us on all of our social media outlets, uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Reddit, you name it. If it's a social media network, TikTok. uh If it exists out there, chances are we're already on it. Halos of the Infield. Make sure to tell all your friends about Halos of the Infield. We've had a great year. We'll reflect on all that at the very, very end. Uh, But thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you to our sponsors. Chinook Seedery. Best seeds ever best seeds in the game, and we would know as the best podcast in the game. So check them out. For easy ordering, go on to hailstwithinfo.com. Click on our yellow banner that says, you know, proud sponsor of Chinook Seedery. Click on that link. It'll take you straight to the ordering page, and that's all you need to do. Just drop the items in your cart, whatever you want. It should be all good. Um, all right, so let's dive into it. 2022, what New Year's resolutions should Perry Manassian, Should Artie Moreno, should the Angels as a team have? So, the first New Year's resolution I have is, I guess, for Perry and for Artie. So, pitching, pitching, pitching. The Angels have always needed pitching. It's been the same song and dance every year. Uh, We're all kind of sick of it, right? Same song and dance. But, now... I guess the good news is the Angels have a solid closer. They have him on a four-year contract. They have a solid set man. They have him, uh, you know, for a fairly team-friendly deal for what he has the potential to do. There's a chance here for the Angels to have one of the best back ends of the rotation, uh, sorry, of the bullpen in all of Major League Baseball. There's a very, very good chance that for the first time in Two decades, the Angels are going to have one of the best one-two punches in Major League Baseball in the 8th and ninth inning. It's been a long time since it's been the case. You know, we're going back to like the World Series years and the years that followed, you know, with, with Percival, Scott Shields. So we're maybe slowly getting closer to those days and you know we had days where we had a decent closer I mean Houston Street's early years as an angel after he came over from the Padres I believe it was uh were decent um you know Hansel Robles was pretty good in uh 2019 I believe it was uh the uh the El Caballo years the the the, the Caballo Blancos, sorry that's what it was when all that fanfare started that's when Hansel Robles was really really good but It wasn't really until last year that we really had that feeling that as soon as our closer came in, Rysel Iglesias, it it was over. It was a wrap. It was to the point where players were in the bullpen high-fiving each other. Remember that? We were playing the Padres. The Angels' bullpen was so confident that these guys were doing you know post-game high-fives, but we hadn't even gone to the bottom of the ninth inning yet. That's how confident they were, and that's how confident we were, because Rysel Iglesias proved to the world that, you know what, he's not in the small market of Cincinnati. He's now in the bigger market of Anaheim, or as already likes to call it, Los Angeles. And he was still effective. He proved that he could be one of the best closing pitchers in all of Major League Baseball, and he got paid for it. He deserved it. He deserves the pennies, every penny that he got. I don't think anybody here is going to complain that the Angels re-signed Rysel Iglesias. I mean, who did you want? Kenley Jensen? Kenley Blow at Jensen? So, yeah, I'm happy that they re-signed Rysel Iglesias. So, yes, the back end of the bullpen, pretty decent. But now we need to get the seventh inning guy. I, I can assure you that... That the Angels are not done. There will be some surprises. There will be some big surprises. You can quote me on that. There's going to be some surprises. The Angels are going to attempt to get a 7th inning guy. And I'm sure they'll make a couple other moves. For some guys who have to battle to get in the bullpen. Some guys who are going to be newly hungry. Uh, Maybe it'll be some of the minor league guys. You know, crazy things have happened. I would expect some crazy things to happen. So, quote me on that. All right, Uh, so as far as more pitching, I would like to see at least one more starting pitcher come in. Now, the Angels side, Noah Syndergaard. Noah Syndergaard is now the highest-paid Angels pitcher of all time in a single season. Uh, No pitcher has ever made north of $20 million as an Angels, which is crazy, absolutely bonkers to think about. Absolutely bing-bong bonkers. But uh, Noah Syndergaard's another guy who deserves his payday. My apologies. Yes, uh, we talked about it before on the Noah Syndergaard episode, but... Let's look at these numbers one more time for somebody who might have just stumbled upon our page. So Noah Syndergaard is a career 15.9 WAR player, so 16 WAR. And for those of you guys scratching your head, saying, "What is WAR?" War means wins above replacement. How much better are you than the average replacement level player? Now, by replacement level, that means 0.0. You do not help the team in terms of wins. You're not creating wins single-handedly, and you're not costing the team losses. You are an average player. Absolute average. That's what zero means. So 47 wins, 31 losses on a Mets team that... You know, has had scattered success during Thor's time. And a 3.32 career ERA. I've said it in the past. Noah Syndergaard has only ever had a career ERA over 3.25 twice. Sorry, 3.50 twice. So his rookie year, ERA of 3.24. In 2016, 2.60. 17 2.97 17, 2.97. In 2018, 3.03. 2019, that was kind of his clunker. He was 10-8 and 8 with the 4.28 ERA. He had the surgery. And then in 2021, was 0-1 with the 9.00 ERA. But we're not talking about a small sample size, people. The Angels finally got their big, big starter that they've been desperately craving. Not to mention, they still have Shohei Otani, But the Angels could really benefit from one more starting pitcher. Now, is that going to be a guy like Carlos Rodon? Is that going to be... A guy like Luis Castillo, maybe a Sonny Gray. I mean, there's a lot of options out there. Some of them are going to be a lot more expensive than others. Uh, I wanted the Angels to take a flyer on a guy like John Gray, but that doesn't matter now. We can sit here and talk about why we should have gone after a guy like John Gray. Some people are going to roll their eyes. But, you know, I think he would have been a low-risk, high-reward guy, kind of like an Alex Cobb. A lot of people want to see Alex Cobb come back, but clearly... Perry wasn't interested in bringing back Alex Cobb for whatever reason. Maybe the injury is more serious than we thought, as uh, Todd likes to call it the flesh eating virus that the the flesh eating bacteria that our training staff gave him. Maybe I mean Perry's got to know something we don't, and that's the reason why I'm giving Perry the benefit of the doubt there's this Noah Syndergaard signing. He's got to know something we don't. I'm sure. Thor is going to be fully healthy come spring training. At this point, we paid him so much money that I have to give him the benefit of the doubt and just assume that he's going to be healthy. So for our sakes, for Christ's sakes, I hope that he is going to be healthy. But let's real quick talk about Carlos Rodon. So I know that Steve Granato over at Locked On Angels, shout out to Steve, uh, he's been on the show before. Uh, has been advocating for Carlos Rodon. So let's talk real quick about him. 11.5 war. Once again, that's wins above replacement for his career. 42 wins, 38 losses, 3.79 ERA. I'll take that. I I would take that. Especially because he's not your ace. Your ace is probably Shohei Ohtani, right? I mean, can you make the argument that he's not? And then you have Shohei Ohtani you probably then have Noah Syndergaard. Okay. Then you got maybe Patrick Sandoval, who Patrick Sandoval had a great year. And then fourth, Carlos Rodon. That, that's not bad. I mean, who's five? Jose Suarez. You know, uh, you got Griffin Canning, who's going to be back and hopefully hungry, trying to get that spot. You know, you got Reed Demers, got Pachynaut. There is options. The point is, if you oversaturate the starting pitching and you make guys earn it that's only going to make you a better team so one thing that i'm starting to like about the angels is that we're finally starting to get to the point where we are building from within guys this isn't the baseball that we grew up with anymore i mean i'm 26 years old basically 27 uh this month now on the 22nd for anybody wondering um this isn't the baseball i grew up with the evil empire Yankees aren't successful anymore. It's not It's not the old days where you could just easily buy yourself a ring. Guys, those days are dead and gone. Those days are over. A lot of teams nowadays are having success because they're building from within. That's what the Angels need to do to be successful. And we're finally starting to get to those days where... We're finally starting to see some of those players that were drafted start to make an impact. They're having the opportunity now to pan out. Guys, remember the fact that Billy Epler never exactly got a fair shot. People are going to roll their eyes and be like, "Go, I hated Billy Epler. But look, Billy Epler is now with the Mets. And he got Max Scherzer. They got Mark Hanna. All my homies hate Mark Hanna, But they got him. The Mets have made moves. Billy Epler was never the issue here in Anaheim. It was Artie Moreno. You know, I'm not saying Billy Epler made perfect moves every time, but Billy Epler made some good moves. The guy up here, the signed Simmons jersey. Yeah, that was one of Billy Epler's guys. That was one of the first trades he made. One of my favorite angels for whatever reason. Yunel Escobar was another billy epler trade those were two trades that panned out the patrick sandoval trade we're starting to see that pan out the martin maldonado trade when it was made panned out billy epler made a lot of good moves and we're finally starting to see those moves pan out those draft picks we're starting to see those pan out don't get me wrong he had a couple clunkers i mean alex mayer for whatever that was worth uh, you know, we could bring up the Franklin Barreto situation. You know, Billy Uppler wasn't perfect. I'm not sitting here making that argument. All I'm saying is that Perry, pitching, 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 just to tie it to the beginning. Carlos Rodon might be the guy to consider. So, uh, you know, I'll give credit to Steve Granato, uh for pointing out how desperately the Angels could benefit from Carlos Rodon. Um, so, real quick. So, f- I'm going to start with 2015 and work our way to 2021. So, in terms of his wins, losses, and ERA. Okay, so 2015, 9-6, 3.75 ERA. 2016, 9 wins, 10 losses with a 4.04 ERA. And then in 17, 2-5 with a 4.15 ERA. Eh. 2018, 6-8 with a 4.18 ERA. 2019, 3-2 with a 5.19 ERA. 2020 was his worst year, 0-2 with an 8.22 ERA. Take 2020 for what it was for a lot of players, though. And then finally, 2021, 20, 13 to 5 with a 2.37 ERA. I'm not saying we got to give this guy a massive payday, but, you know, throw him a bone 10 to 14 a year, maybe. We don't need Carlos to be the guy. I'm tired of the Angels constantly going out there. Sorry, just has some tamales. So uh, I'm tired of the Angels. By the way, the tamales were in the fridge for like a week by now. So, you know, the cotton mouth setting in that explains everything. My throat's getting dry. Anyway, so we're now starting to get to this point where I'm tired of the angels constantly trying to get the big name, the big guy, the angels need to, you know, make the front page of the LA times guys. Angels need to stop doing that. Perry Artie, especially, Please stop doing that. That's not what we need. It never has been what we needed. The Angels need to start making the right move. They need to get the right player. The right player is going to lead us to the promised land. Guys, most, most of the time, it's not the big name that went to the World Series ring. Look at the past couple World Series MVPs. It's, you know, uh, Stephen Pierce, right? Stephen Pierce was one of them. Um, let's see. So, 2021, Jorge Soler. 2020, Corey Seeger, 2019, Steven Strasburg. 2018, Steve Pierce. Uh, 2017, George Springer. 2016, Ben Zobris. 2015, Salvador Perez. Um... Uh, you know, there's. I mean, some of these guys are obviously big names. I'm not saying that these guys are scrubs by any stretch of the imagination, but I don't see anybody who's to the magnitude of Mike Trout. There was no Mookie Betts. There was none of these huge names. I mean, Steven Strasburg, pretty big name. I mean, I you know David Ortiz was down that list, uh, right where I was about to cut off. You know, big guys do help you win championships. But a lot of the times, it's these small moves that really pan out. Let's look at the fact that the Braves, the Angels, right at the trade deadline, were just about the same position. They were a couple games out. They were within striking distance. They were missing their stars, right? Ronald Acuna Jr. is Atlanta's Mike Trout, right? I mean, is Mike Trout the best player in baseball? Yes, yes. I mean, I would definitely say Shohei Ohtani is probably the most talented player in baseball. But, you know, Mike Trout's overall the best player in baseball. He's done it consistently for a significant amount of time. Everyone's always trying to be Mike Trout. Every year, like, oh, it's the next Mike Trout. Oh, it's the next Mike Trout. You know how many next Mike Trouts we've had? Yeah, Cody Bellinger, sit the hell down. Bro, you can't even hit your body weight. But yet he's getting paid like he can. Oh, got to love Major League Baseball, right? But can't pay the minor leaguers. We'd beat that horse to death. We're going to keep doing it, though, because minor league players need to be paid fairly. But I digress. That's a very different situation. Um, I should probably move on to the next New Year's resolution, number two. Um, second one. I guess let me get a quick drink of water here. This would be a great time to plug Chinook Cedary. Chinook best seeds ever. Head on over to Halo's of the Infield.com. Click on the yellow banner for Shinnick Seeds who is a proud sponsor of the show. Click on the link for order, easy ordering and that's it. Bada boom bada bing. Bing bong. Fuck your life. Um. Okay. New Year's resolution number two. <clears throat> this is another one. This is specifically for Artie Moreno. Don't make a bad decision at shortstop. That is what we've all been fearing. We've dodged a couple of bullets already. But the biggest elephant in the room is still there. Carlos Correa. Some people would argue that Carlos Correa would make the Angels better. I'm not one of those people. Now, would he hurt the Angels in terms of money and what he would be depleting in terms of resources, financial resources, I would say yes. He would be hurting the team. In terms of playing, assuming he's healthy, because he has had an injury history, uh, if he's healthy, I mean, the lineup would be better with him in it. I don't think anybody can make that argument. But is the thirty to $35 million a year that it's going to take to get him worth it? No. No. He's going to demand a lot of money. The Angels should not be using that money on a shortstop. D- do I feel comfortable with the guys that the Angels are trotting out expectedly for shortstop next year? Luis Renjifo, I mean, I've seen the workout videos. You know, looks like he's in great shape. Good for Luis. As of right now, I- I've never really been blown away. I've always wanted to like Luis Renjifo um, since the day we traded for him. Um, I. I don't exactly remember. I want to say that might have been the C.J. Crone trade. I could be wrong, but I think that might have been it. It's either C.J. Crone or the Martin Maldonado trade. But anyway, um, Luis reneva I've just never been sold on him. Uh, Obviously, they just got weighed Um, and then they made another minor league signing whose name I'm blanking on right now. No disrespect to that player. It's just, it's been a long day. I just flew in from Chicago, decided to pop in here. So, the way I see it, the Angels should not be making any bad moves in shortstop. There's a couple of moves I wanted them to make. I wanted them to get Eduardo Escobar. He was going to be fairly cost-effective. He was going to have the ability to hit 30 home runs would have been good in the lineup for us he could have played shortstop chris taylor i i kind of knew that was a pipe dream i didn't think the Dodgers were gonna want to just let him walk away but that was one who i really 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 wanted the angels to go out there and get or, or i hope that they made an effort to get him uh, adam frazier who went to the mariners he was another guy. I thought, well, maybe we can put him at second base, move David Fletcher over to shortstop. And that's an option. I've been saying that this whole time. You know, everyone else is spending the money on the shortstop. Guys, let everyone else make the mistake. Artie, let the other people make the mistake for once. Don't let it be us. We don't need to spend a ton of money at shortstop. We just need a player who is going to provide average uh, offense and solid defense. I mean... We were fine when we had Andrelton Simmons. I mean, is Andrelton Simmons reunion a possibility? I mean, maybe. I don't think Simmons is going to break the bank. You know, I know there's a lot of hard feelings on how we left the team. Uh, you know, I there's a lot of – fan base is mixed of uh, Andrelton Simmons. But uh, he will give you about 110 games, maybe 125 games. Uh, he's going to provide the best defense in the league. He's going to hit at least over his weight. I mean, he's not. He's probably not going to demand a big contract. With all the shortstops out there, he's not going to require a lot of money. But he's not going to hurt us. That's what the Angels weren't able to say last year. Jose Iglesias came on a, a year with the Orioles where he almost batted 400. He flirted with the 400 number. Granted, that was a short season. I get it. We all get it. But we certainly didn't expect Jose Iglesias' defense to regress the way it did. But moral of the story here, don't make the mistake at shortstop. I get it. There's still some quote-unquote sexy names out there. Great. Let those sexy names, I put in air quotes, be in another lineup. I mean... My fear is that he'll stay in the division. But, I mean, we've already been facing Carlos Gray in the division for years now. What's the difference? As long as he's not with Houston, right? Uh, Obviously, Texas got their shortstop. So, yeah, let somebody else make the mistake. I I don't want it to be us for once. All right. Finally, defense, defense, defense. Defense. This does kind of tie into what I was saying about the Andleton Simmons move. But guys, the Angels had a very, very bad defense last year. Uh, They were 17th in errors. And, uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of those were from Jose Iglesias. Uh, He was in the double digits for errors, which, you know, consistently for his career, he was pretty good at defense for whatever reasons he didn't have last year. And that happens. I get it. We can't all be perfect every single year. But you you expected more out of Jose Iglesias. He absolutely did. He did kind of let the team down. No disrespect to him. I hope he has a good career somewhere else. You know, he was able to figure out when he went to Boston. So, good luck to him. But I don't want to see a Jose Iglesias type player back here. You know, Anderson Simmons for the defense... Maybe, I mean, I'm not a big Andrew Timmons guy anymore. He did kind of disappoint me, uh, you know, when he opted out, but he had his reasons. You know, he he was going through a lot mentally. Uh, We are definitely big supporters of mental health. So if that's truly what the case was, and it really was about his mental health, then by all means, I respect that. I respect that completely. You know, at the end of the day, if you don't have, you know, your mental health, you don't have your physical health. You really don't have anything, right? Because, you know, if you can't take care of yourself, especially your mind, it's going to be hard for you to take care of others. So I respect where that came from. If that's really what the situation was, then all power to him. Uh, You know, 2020 was a tough year for everybody. 2021 has been just as tough, maybe tougher for others. I don't know what some people are going through and, um, you know, we are always here and willing to help. Uh, there's help out there, better help, therapist, whatever. Uh, let us know if you need anything. We can always try to point you in the right direction. But anyway, yeah, Simmons, if that's what it was, great. You know, I get it. Mental health, it's so important, super important. I mean, we've seen players retire because they weren't fulfilled and they had other mental health things, and that's great also. But, yeah, uh, defense, defense, defense. So... I I, I just want to see the team perform better on defense. Uh, Maybe that's a coaching thing. Maybe we need Joe Madden to maybe just be a little more hands-on with the defense. Uh, You know, and we did see some decent defense out of some players. I mean, Jared Walsh has shown that he has potential to be a goal glover, as has David Fletcher. David Fletcher got robbed. His bat last year, not the best in his career. And You know what? Down years happen, especially in a year where – The team didn't have the opportunity to have offense, right? It was Shohei Otani Jared Walsh, and David Fletcher for a big chunk of the year, and that was it. Besides that, it was a bunch of replacement level players. They're not going to pitch to you, uh, give you pitches to hit if they're not worried about the guy behind you. I truly believe in having a good bat behind you. You don't always have to do that, but it's ideal to have it in a lot of cases. And last year, the Angels simply didn't have it. All right. So that is going to do it for your New Year's resolutions for the Los Angeles Angels in 2022. All right. So, once again, pitching. Angels need at least one more starting pitcher and then maybe one arm, two arms to challenge for that seventh inning role. Uh, you know, Austin Warren's going to be somebody's going to be battling for that seventh inning role in my opinion. Um, You know, you got Diaz. You have a couple of these other guys who have the opportunity. Uh, You have some guys who might get bumped out of the starting rotation situation. You know, Michael Lorenzen is one we haven't talked about. Uh, He's expected to go in as a starter. But, you know, he could be a long reliever. If that doesn't work out, if the Angels get a Carlos Rodon. Uh, So, yeah, pitching. Don't make bad choices at shortstop. Let the other people, let the other teams, let the other GMs, let the other owners make that mistake. Artie, Perry, don't let it be us. I'm sick and tired of it being us. Let somebody else make the mistake. And finally, defense, defense, defense. Angels need to sharpen up on the defense. Last year was a little sloppy. I get it. It happens. We've been spoiled by great defense. I mean, we've had Anderson Simmons as our shortstop. We had Martín Maldonado who was a gold glove catcher. We had Cole Calhoun who was a gold Glove right fielder. So, you know, there was, over the last two three seasons, we've lost a couple of those great defensive players. So I get it. You know, you have guys like Joe Adele who just came up to the show who were learning how to play the defense. Last year, Joe Adele's defense was great. 2020, not so much. You know, there's a learning curve in Major League Baseball that people just assume... People will automatically take. It doesn't matter how great or how highly talented of a prospect you were. There is a learning curve. We saw with Joe Adele. He did great last season. Defense was good. His at-bats were great. Even if he struck out, it was a productive at-bat. Uh, Brandon Marsh came up, just about took the major leagues by storm. Was he perfect? No, but he was serviceable, and he was good, and he was everything we needed And here's hoping that both those guys will be able to step up. But, yeah, defense, I imagine, by default, will be better next year. Max Cassie is still a pretty good defensive catcher. Uh, Shortstop, question mark. Anthony Rendon, please stay healthy. If he stays healthy, well, there you go. Great defense over at third base. You got Fletcher at second base. Walsh at first. Those guys are great defensively. Left field, Justin Upton, question mark, up in the air. Will uh, Brandon Marsh or Joe Adele beat him out for that position? Maybe, and it might be time for that to happen. And then, of course, you got the GOAT Mike Trout over in center field. Okay, now last but not least, I wanted to send you guys off with this New Year's message, greeting, whatever you want to call it. So, 2021 was a year that I'm sure we're all going to remember for a multitude of reasons, good or bad. We all made it to the end of 2020, 2021 has passed us and now we're here in 2022. The Just remember that no matter what the year brought you, you are exactly where you are meant to be at this exact moment of time. The universe works for a specific reason. That might be what you believe is religious, that might be fate. It might be whatever you think it is, but the universe works the way it works for some reason out there that most of us can't comprehend and that's what makes every day so special, right? The fact that we can't comprehend uh, the meaning of every single day. But what I will tell you guys, <clears throat> the cliche of New Year's resolutions, that's great. If you have goals for yourself, set goals for yourself. But I'll promise you one thing anything that you do accomplish in 2022 and the rest of your life won't be because the calendar changed. It'll be because you had the potential this entire time to change something that you wanted. If you want to lose weight, lose weight. If you want to quit smoking or drinking or whatever, do it. You are have always been capable of doing whatever goal you are going to set for yourself next year. A lot of us do it. A lot of us catch ourselves doing it. But just remember, you losing weight or giving up drinking, but et cetera, whatever that goal is, isn't accomplished because the calendar changed. It's accomplished because you were capable of doing it the entire time. You know what? <clears throat> Maybe 2022 is going to be different for you. It's not going to be because it's 2022. It's going to be because you're a year wiser. You're a day better than you were. You're a night better than you were. Every time you wake up in the morning is a new opportunity for you to change the world in a positive way. If you can go to bed every single day knowing that you're a better person than you were when you woke up. And every time you close your eyes at night and you think to yourself, this world's a better place because I was in it today, then that's all that matters. If enough of us have that mindset, if enough of us wake up every day thinking to ourselves, what can I do to make the world a better place today? What can I do to brighten someone's day? It could just be something as simple as seeing a less fortunate person walking on the street and saying, have a good day today. That person might've been going through, you know, An extra something today. Maybe they're struggling a little extra hard today because they haven't been able to get any help getting some lunch or because people don't acknowledge them as people, though they are. Sometimes just say, hey, have a good day. Even if you don't have any money that day to lend somebody or whatever the case might be, sometimes just spreading kindness makes all the difference. So that's what I have for all of you guys today. As you celebrate the new year coming in, A, remember everything that the past year brought you. Good and bad, because that brought you to this moment. This moment is exactly where the universe intended you to be. And the universe intended us to have this show. Halos of the Infield has grown exponentially. It's become a top 100 podcast multiple times. A podcast that's been going for half a year. A podcast that has developed a strong community. Do we have the biggest community? No, but I'd rather have four quarters and 100 pennies. We have a community that loves us the way we love them. We have a community that values the words we share as much as we value the comments and messages that we get from them. Having a platform has never been about making money or monetizing yourself. It's always been about What you do with it. We decide to try to make the world a better place. Through baseball. Through friendships. Through relationships. Through conversations. Through donations. And it seems like all of you guys agree. The world's a better place because we're together. Not because we sit here and talk about baseball. Because we bond over baseball. And come together for situations that make the community a better place. Once a podcast community is able to do that, there's no telling what limits you as a person or limits us as a community. Halos of the Infield has never been about just being a baseball podcast. There's a lot of podcasts out there they are, and there's no disrespect to them. They're able to do what they want because they have their platform, they have their voice. But I can assure you that as long as we here at Hales of the Infield continue to be blessed with the opportunity to have this platform, it's never, will never, and can never be taken lightly. We're going to continue to make lives better for minor league baseball players. We're going to continue to grow the game by hopefully sponsoring little league baseball teams. We're hoping to donate school supplies for schools in need and Todd attempted to do that this year but the Angels said they had it covered. So we hope that next year we're able to team up with them to do that. We're hoping to touch lives through our words. We're hoping to bond over a game that we all love and once all that comes together it creates a beautiful thing because the change is made in the community. Guys, thank you guys so much for all that 2021 brought us and brought you guys because the universe brought us all together. It brought you to this. Guys, we've had a situation where we've had hundreds and hundreds of people tuning in every week. We've sold over $1,000 in merchandise. We've donated 150% of our proceeds. We are so in the red it's not even funny. You know, we've gotten money and donations and we donate ourselves. So we're in a situation here where we're losing a ton of money off of doing the show. And guess what? I wouldn't change it for a damn thing on this planet. I am so privileged to be part of Halos in the infield. And I am even more privileged to be part of the Halo fam. Thank you guys so much for 2021. You guys are amazing. We absolutely love you. Thank you to all the interviews that we had. You know, the... the Ty Bushes, the Ty trees you know, uh, Rich Waltz, uh, uh, Darren Sutton. Guy, the list goes on. Goob up. I can't. I, I'd sit here for another five minutes and say the wonderful, wonderful interviews we've had. Because those guys have helped keep things in a perspective. Ty and, uh, and uh, Kieran, Kieran especially, you pioneered a change in minor league baseball. If you're listening to this, thank you. Ty, I, I know you tune in from time to time. Thank you for all you do to help us out, man. And we are so privileged to be a part of, uh, you know, Drip Social, a partnership that we have with you guys. To the other angels podcast, thanks for pushing us to be better. Um, thank You know, um, we all cover the angels in different ways. But we all love this team and we're all trying to grow uh, our, you know, if, if sinking, I, I, I forgot the the saying goes, but uh, rising tides raise all ships, right? So uh, thank you guys for pushing us to do better. I know some of the other guys here on his of the Infrared be like, why, why are you shutting another podcast? But today's a day to reflect. To our sponsors, thank you guys for putting up with our shenanigans uh, for a whole year. Uh, thank you for everything that came with it, guys. Redbubble, thanks for buying the merch. Uh, Randy does a lot of great work. Follow him at Fast Times over the Halo. And to Chinook Seedery. 2022, best seeds ever. I'll be getting a couple more of these when I head over to Texas next week. Or I can always order at halosoftheinfield.com. In but that's enough out of me, guys, for this year. Thank you guys so much. Truly blessed for everything you guys give us. Thank you. Have a great rest of your day. Have a great year because we're just getting started, baby. Baseball, come back soon. We freaking need you guys. We love baseball. We miss you. Take care, everybody. Hope you guys all had a safe New Year's. And Viva Los Angelitos for the last time of 2021 and the first time of 2022. We fucking love you, guys.